Hi, and welcome back again to the MILFcast. I'm Morgan Destera, and today I'm just glad that the holidays are over because that means I get to talk to you guys again, and I get to talk to my guy more again. We've been really having some fun over the internet, and he's been sending me some fun things, but he's going on vacation this weekend with his wife, so I'm going to be without him for... Hi, I'm Morgan Destera, and welcome to Mature Mama MILFcast. being brought to you today by Sohimi.com. S-O-H-I-M-I.com. For affordable, high-quality sex toys, visit Sohimi.com, promo code Destera, to save 10%. If you'd like to save even more, visit my website at www.morgandesterra.com. That's D-E-S-T-E-R-A. And click the link there. No code is needed when you click the link on my website. A few days, I don't know what to do with myself. So if you have any ideas, let me know. Today we're going to talk about some odd, odds and ends that have been popping up on my feed lately. About the case of the insurance company that has to pay $5.2 million to a woman who got a STI in a Hyundai Genesis. STI is a sexually transmitted infection. A car insurance company has to pay $5.2 million to a woman who claims she caught a sexually transmitted infection in a Hyundai Genesis. The woman from Missouri claims that she caught the STI from her ex-boyfriend in his car, which was insured by Geico Insurance Company. The case alleged that the man had not disclosed his infection with the human papillomavirus or HPV. Last year, the arbitrator said that the sexual intercourse in the car had directly caused or directly contributed, contributed to the cause of the infection and found that the man was liable for not disclosing his infection status to the claimant. She was awarded $5.2 million in damages to be paid for the boyfriend's insurance company. The insurance company, of course, sought to overturn this through the Missouri Court of Appeals, claiming that the decision was not in line with the Missouri law. However, a three-judge panel agreed with the earlier ruling, meaning that the company will now have to pay for the ex-boyfriend's damages in his behalf. If you think about it as an injury sustained while that person was in his vehicle, then it totally falls within what an insurance company would be required to pay, said the personal injury attorney. Usually injuries to passengers are the result of a collision or slamming the door on one's fingers, that sort of thing. But while a lawsuit over contracting an STU, uh, excuse me, STD from the insured driver may be the first of its kind, this award shows that it's not a stretch for someone to file against an insurance company for any actions occurring in a motor vehicle. 
He added that the ruling could set a precedent that makes insurance companies liable for a wider range of claims. For example, he said, what if someone contracts HIV from their partner in their partner's home and the partner didn't reveal his medical issue? Can he then go over, go after their home insurance for this? That's an interesting thought. What if, you know, you're screwing around in the back seat and your girlfriend gets pregnant? Can that now be considered to be part of a insurance claim? Hmm, never know what might happen in the future. And here's another weird story that's going on. Man gets his penis stuck in a bottleneck for two months. Can you imagine going around with your penis stuck in a bottle? The case report of a man with mental health problems, well that explains it, whose penis got stuck inside of a plastic bottle for two months, continues to show just how little support people struggling with mental health receive, doubly so when that need overlaps with sexual health. The person in this case, described in the International Journal of Surgery Case Reports, is 45 years old and had a history of severe depression as well as suicide attempts. The neck of the bottle was stuck on his penis for two months when the patient was taken to the hospital. The authors of the paper wrote that since he was mentally ill, he did not reveal the incident with his family members. By the time he got help, the penis had developed edema, swelling due to trapped fluid, as well as growths. I don't want to know what those growths are. Penis strangulation is common in people with mental disorders and should be considered as a surgical emergency as it can present with devastating complications. No specific method and tools have been recommended for the removal of those objects. The surgical team wrote in the case report, the shame felt by the patient is the root cause for late surgical consultation and are prone to develop complications. Simple instruments can be used for the for intervention provided good surgical skills are demonstrated. I mean, they didn't, did it say if it was plastic? Yeah, it was a plastic bottle. So I don't think that would be too hard to get off, truthfully. I don't, you know, just have to be very steady-handed. There have been nearly 60 cases of penile strangulation reported in the literature since the first one in 1755. And I bet you there's a lot more than 60 out there, but this is just how many have been documented. You know, I'm sure people are just hiding it. The various approaches taken vary, with some people employing the use of non-metallic objects ranging from plastic bottles, in this case to adhesive tape and hair, to metallic objects like key rings. Yeah, imagine getting hair stuck around your penis, you know, and you can't get it off and it's just, you know, tight wound around there. You can strangulate it, yeah. The employment of such objects is to prolong the duration of the erection or in an hot or in autoerotic games, it is safer to use a cock ring of, the, of appropriate size instead of using homemade devices. Yeah, go buy a cock ring. I mean, they're like, what, a couple bucks at the most? It doesn't have to be a, you know, elaborate electric one. Just, yeah, don't use a hair tie either because those things can be nasty. Um, and yeah, don't leave it on for too long. The team stresses that the variable nature of what patients use in the cases of penile strangulation requires the surgeon to be adaptable in using tools that may be unconventional in a medical setting. 
In this case, they used cable tie cutters to remove the bottleneck. Yeah, that would make sense. Penile strangulation is common in psychiatric patients and warrants emergency management to preserve the organ function. Each case is managed exclusively according to its clinical findings and operative settings. Management depends on the type and size of the constricting object, available instruments, time after incarceration, degree, that means how long it, it's been on your cock, degree of injury, and experience of the surgeon. Different methods and tools can be used depending upon clinical scenarios the team concludes. So, yeah, watch out for that, guys, okay? I think that's going to wrap it up for me today. I'll have, be back in a couple weeks with y'all. Hopefully, I'll have some better news by then. And be sure to watch out for this on my new site starting February 1st, I hope. Cam4radio.com. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye-bye.